Welcome to Apostrophe Cast. This episode, we bring you excerpts from J.A. Tyler's novella, A Man of Glass and All the Ways We Have Failed, forthcoming from Fugue State Press in 2011. In these passages, Tyler moves from meditations on comforting a lover fretting over lost luggage into the cosmically significant love and longing of a he for a she, until the lover's striving blasts all measures of time and space. Tyler explores the truths of relationships we understand but cannot explain as the smallest features of life become the occasion for poetry. Please enjoy J.A. Tyler. This is from a chapter titled Of Rainbows. When I have all the money in the world, I will buy you a house in Italy overlooking a shore, all the kinds of sunsets. He says this and her eyes watch a bird move from one tree to another, branch to branch. When I have all the money in the world, I will make the world everything you want. The houses spilling with chocolate chips and the gardens always seeping flowers. The cup shapes of tulips and you can sip tea from then and watch days go by and think about loveliness and comfort and warmth. She checks under her fingernails for a piece of luggage she lost years ago. It had in it one of her favorite dresses, a halter top that flowed with material, exploded color. And if you want the wind to stop, I will hold up my hand and it will. And if you want the sun to set, I will whisper something like, go, and it will. And if you want me to disappear, I will shrink down until I am no longer visible, and you can go on with what you like. This is the kind of thing I am thinking. The lost bag is not under her nails. The lost bag is lost. The lost bag and the dress inside of it are both gone. I want you. I love you. I think that the world is something so big and so daunting that we would both be better off if you curled into my lap and let your lips quiver. Let the trembles come. Her foot bounces on the end of her leg. If it were a rocket, it would be orbiting. Or I could wrap myself up in your arms and you could protect me from everything, from the big bad world, from this world that is too much for me sometimes. I know that you know. I know that you understand what I am saying. You have always understood what I was saying. You have always known how to make the words of me. That is the kind of thing that you are always thinking, of making me and my words. The sky goes heavy and clouds come until there is little but clouds and this woman not listening to this man talking with her on a bench, on a street, outside a building. This is where she lives, the sun setting and the man going rainbow, colors running down his legs, over his cheeks, sitting deep in his collarbones where the light picks up and drops, where his heart sounds like a mill, burning logs into furniture. A man of rainbows. I will catch every bird in the sky and pin them to your hair so that you fly and your smile becomes the sun and your hands, when you wave them out, the world melts to nothing. I will tie all these clouds to your eyes. I will shake and rattle this earth until only what you want is left and I will hand you those things on my palms, fingers open, the way we used to be. 
Her arms now crossed, she is a block of stone, a granite house veined with minerals. She marks the time with blinks, one blink and they are married, one blink and they are unmarried, one blink and the world is set on fire, one blink and it floods. She blinks and holds them closed, her subtle painted eyelids, wishing in her head for rhythm and music, no more words, wanting something else. No more words, then. I know what you want. You want me to stop talking. I will stop talking, then. I will stop. We will sit here quietly, and that will be that. She does not say a word. She never says a word. She is a woman without vocal cords, a stuck-in-time, a jarring. And instead of words, she keeps her eyes closed, lets the pictures of sleep roll over her, awash like a tide, until she is thick with water and running, until her legs are moving and there are no more words, just lines in front of her, a horizon, a mapping, places to go. There is quiet and the air shifts, fall coming, darting through trees. A bird moves from a branch, a bird moves to the street, a bird cocks its head and looks at them, their two human shapes. A bird hops under a car, a bird moves, a bird stands still, a bird flies away. They sit, do not speak, the man's skin radiating colors of sunset, rainbows. Look at me, he says, I am made of rainbows, and he is, and she doesn't care about any of that. His skin is chalk-colored and reflection vibrant, but his eyes, they are dark holes where she falls downstairs, where she stares, where there is no tissue. His eyes are pits and cherries, and without a center, the meat falls to either side, bedridden and sad. She doesn't say anything. It is nice this quiet, he says. And his rainbows mean so much less once the words are out, once he speaks again, because he can't stop thinking and the perched wind is getting colder with his moving mouth. She blinks, counts out his death or his going away, the way he leaves. Leaves, startling on limbs, shaking the moments of green from their shoulders, wrapping themselves in rainbow glows. The shoulders of a rainbow man, sitting here and not saying anything but the words he knows. We fall apart, he says, and though she doesn't say it, she thinks he is right. They do fall apart. I am a rainbow, he says, until the sun has gone down and there is nothing left for them to find. These two disconnections and their hollow content, context, these bouts of altruism. Birds coming, birds going. In dark it is swallows, diving in warming streetlights, pecking insects from sky. Their wings, they are the outline of bats, tails split into forked tongues, hissing. Yes, he says, and she doesn't know why but agrees, doesn't speak but nods her head, and the sun goes out, and the black comes on, and the rainbows that were a man are extinguished, as happens to colors in darkness, in pitch. This from a chapter called Of Sand. He is a grain. He is a hundred grains. He is a speck. Dust. There is dust on her floor and she sweeps. There is sand in her mouth, but she doesn't think of him. She is not thinking of him. She is just now believing in wind. He paints a heart on a single grain, the love of a fractured pebble, and he sets it in front of her at her threshold, stooping.
a key and a door and the heart, his sand, at her feet. He is at her door, a hand holding an orange, a set of fingers twisting keys in the hollow of a lock, the grain of his heart on the floor at the bottom, peeled skin, the abrasive touch of sanded paper. He paints a grain orange and hopes she will see it as citrus. She does not see it. She turns on a lamp, elbows on a pillow, closes her eyes while she breathes. I am an onion. I am an orange. I am a peach. Discarded seeds grow beards in her trash can. She has little waste. She only takes away what she no longer uses. He has been taken away. There is no citrus in words like gone. I am layered. I am that lovely kind of acidic. I am bruisable. What he becomes is the shape of a castle built in wetness, making a tower where he puts her to pretend she is out of reach. She becomes a prisoner instead of someone who has gone away. The tendency to sleep is her exhaustion, tired. She is tired. Feet in sand, his toes crushing through walls, buildings. He is a giant. Her hair long and wrapped in the bonds of a room, her fingers around a blanket, her ear against the shoulders of a couch. Listen. A TV plays a baseball game, a TV plays a movie, a radio plays a song, a street outside plays cars passing and a wind that is cold, colder than summer, cooling. Leaves play songs. Walking people play games with each other, their hands raising in gestures, their heads nodding up and down, the dust that gets in their eyes and the way they sometimes tear up, tear. Thin, he spreads himself evenly on her floor, under her, to make of her ballet feet the rough cut of timbers. There is sound, gravel, static, sawing. I am underneath your feet, he says, though she cannot hear him above the hum of sand on soles. Dust, dirt, there is scatter on her floor. This is chaos, he says, and she would understand him were he standing there, saying that to her, making the air go still with meaning. She sweeps. She wipes and gathers and mops. She scrubs with her hands on her knees, the process of cleansing. We are creating a distance, this that he yells from below her, looking up at her legs, watching her walk to and from the places where there is sand, where there is no sand. We are apart by land, he says, though he knows this is just a reimagining. I am between your toes, he thinks, and he is, though he says nothing to her about it. There is no listening. She is not listening. He is not heard. He pens a grain black and calls it a hole. He paints a grain white and calls it a pearl. He polishes a grain bright and calls it a shell. There is a mound in his hands, and he shapes it to a crown and wears it on his head. He calls himself a king and paints portraits of his queen on grains of sand. He scoops and builds a village. He stacks clumps of sand and makes a world. He puts his hand down into the wet and crushes everyone who exists. And beneath the piles is her face looking up at him, his face looking up at her, all the grains coming together and then apart as them. I said, he says, and then says nothing. I say, he says, and nothing else happens. 
mixed with rocks, he makes a cement mix. The mix hardens and his heart stops beating. The mortar he is collects bricks, builds a wall, makes a house. The house is empty except for bricks and mortar, sand and rocks and water. The floor is dirt. Beneath the dirt is mud, wet clay, then rocks the size of cats and no more room to dig. The house has no heat, no windows, no doors. So then he is in between. And grains, when they fall, they do not make a sound, and he wishes that they would. He wishes they would crash and echo on a floor or in a pool or somehow into her body, down her throat, where they could ping and snap on the borders of her, making like sand and waves. There is a hope that the words of a grain and a grain and a grain would matter, would accumulate. I have longing, he says, and his fingernails smell like oranges, and the street again goes dark. I have something, he says, but doesn't know what it is. You understand what I am saying, he thinks, but never opens his mouth. There is a candle by her bed that she no longer lights. There is a scratch in her throat, so she coaxes it out, a tickle to a cough, and he imagines that it is words. He imagines her saying yes, or please, or I understand, or really but these imagined words compress into more towers and other kinds of longing, and what they say isn't anything that can be traced back to language. He folds his hands in prayer, makes a beach, tied fingers his body, molecules, sand, the records come undone, remembering as individual grains, and the world is diverted into pieces. It is dark and she sleeps. He breaks to fragments. It is nonsense to cry underwater. Thank you for listening. Please join us next episode for Weston Cutter. <laughs>